Hey guys, welcome to my solo cast, Lauren. Today, I'm talking to you guys about trusting the niggle, trusting the call, and following it, no matter what you're told. Even if you're told that your idea is stupid, that your idea won't work, or those fear ideas creeping up in that mind of yours telling you that people are going to laugh at you, they won't understand you. I'm here to tell you on why it's so important to trust that call, even if if it feels impossible or ridiculously hard. So I kind of talked to you about my journey, what I experienced, and where I am today. And I hope it provides you with a bit of insight and some inspiration to continue to follow your path and saying, screw what anybody else thinks. If you are ready to embark on your own path of creating your own business, creating your own gifts and offerings to this world, I invite you to join our Conscious Coaching Program, 12 weeks of Jillian and I sitting down with you on weekly calls to talk about how to run a soul-aligned business. You may also find a lot of quality and support for you with our Inner Spark program that we created that is a self-paced sort of study of really getting inside of the soul to light up that inner spark. There's activities and meditations for you to follow. And we also have the Move to Connect program, which is just phenomenal for you to shift the energy around with movement. Movement is so powerful. It can ground you. It can move you. It can make, help you feel that inner strength and inner power, which is perfect for you to step out into this world, creating your life. Because when you feel powerful, when you feel worthy, when you feel strong, that is how you can really begin to create your life. So I hope that you enjoy this solo cast. And like I said, I really wish that it can provide you some inspiration. And even if you aren't looking to create your own sort of program or offerings to this world, it can still be a great inspiration to kind of laugh in the face of danger, right? to just say, you know what, this is me and I'm going to continue to follow the beat of my own drum no matter what. So to check out those offerings that I mentioned, you can visit goodvibetribe.teachable.com. It's also in the show notes, my friends. And until next week, enjoy. Hey guys, it's Lauren again. Kind of a funny thing to provide an intro for myself only, but you know, I like it weird and I'm pretty sure you guys do too because you are still listening to this podcast almost an entire year after we first aired. I can't believe it. So as I mentioned in the intro, I'm going to be talking to you guys today about trusting the process and trusting those niggles and following your desires. I have talked a bit about 
my past and where I started and how I became a personal trainer and and where I am today. But I just really want to take you guys deeper into the journey. And I felt it would be a great time to do so being on a solo cast today. Uh, Just to explain to you, you know, honestly, the struggles that I've had and the fears and the doubts and also just those triumphs and experiencing complete freedom. Being uh, somebody in the fitness industry who's also really into the woo has been quite the journey for me. It was really terrifying. Um, I am definitely one of the first of my kind in this area. And it took me several years to really break myself free and to completely come out of the closet, so to speak. That woo closet. So I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about the ego mind and your true self and what that truly means to follow your higher self your true self and to release the constraints of the mind so just want to start off with saying and i've said this many times before and i'll say it many times in the future i already know that the ego is not your enemy I fully believe that our ego mind is here to be a tool for us to use and it also really helps to keep us safe because we are a soul. We truly are and when we are that soul, we are completely expansive, we're free, we're limitless, we can do whatever we want and be and have and experience all of our deepest desires. However, we are a soul living in a human body, living a human experience. So if we did not have the ego mind, I feel like we would be thinking that we could just take off and fly at any moment, which we can't because we are living in a human body and so far human bodies cannot fly can we maybe in the future i don't know we could probably evolve into that i mean look at our children being born today who are just you know waking up being born into technology literally one-year-olds understand how to use an ipad uh, Uh, but I'm getting off track here. Let me bring it back in. We currently cannot fly. So our ego minds are keeping us very safe. It's telling us, it's instilling that fear of, hey, you can't fly. That would be really dangerous. So we're not flying. However, our ego mind also really loves to instill fear in the unknown, fear of Will people laugh at me? What will people think? What if people don't understand? What if I'm mocked? What if I fail? And those fears are just completely made up. Because do you hear that? It's all what if. 
yeah, what if? We don't know. We have no idea. What if it does fail? Who cares, right? You tried. You experienced something new. You put yourself out there. And maybe it didn't work because it's not for you, but it's still leading you on your path. I believe that fear in a lot of ways shows us that we are on our path, that we are expanding, we are experiencing discomfort. You know, if you're never uncomfortable, you're never growing, you're never changing, right? You ever been to a yin class, a yin yoga class, and you're just meeting your edge? That's expansion. And I teach this all the time in all my areas of offerings, of in-person movement classes, online movement classes, and my spiritual coaching, the mentorships, and my Reiki trainings, and everything that I offer. It's all about the discomfort and expanding and meeting your edge. What a beautiful metaphor for life, yeah? Expand, grow, be uncomfortable, push past that fear. It's uncomfortable as hell. But if you don't show up to it and you just remain comfortable every day, well, what's happening, right? So the ego mind, it's a tool. We need it. But this is a tool that we should be using. And oftentimes it's using us. So it's learning how to navigate that, how to get out of our own way, to turn that ego mind off and step into our highest self over and over and over again, trusting those niggles. Because if I wouldn't have trusted the niggles, I would not be here today speaking to you about this. I would not be living the life that I'm living today, this free this free life, this exciting life. I'm free. I grow. Each day I'm growing more and more. And it all started with me becoming a personal trainer. So let's go there. Let's talk about this. So I became an ACE certified personal trainer back in like 2013 I honestly can't remember the exact year I could probably look at my certification but I'm outside I do not I do not have that by me and you know honestly that's really besides the point so I wasn't entirely sure why I wanted to be a personal trainer I just knew that I wanted to help people feel good in their bodies I knew how movement made me feel And I wanted to be able to do the same for others. And so I studied my butt off. I got my certification. I was super excited, incredibly eager to get going. I got hired into my first gym, like, pretty quickly. I applied at maybe three places, got a call within a couple days. uh, And then after the weekend, I was scheduled for an interview. And I got hired. Super excited to begin entering in to the gym my first day. And it was almost like I just ran straight into a brick wall. 
it was extremely competitive who could sell the most packages who could really make the most money essentially for the gym because if you're a personal trainer you know you really don't make shit But at that moment in time, it wasn't necessarily about the money for me. It was about just getting in and creating impact. I was still bartending, so my days were looking like 12, 14-hour days. But to me, it was worth it. I was here to make an impact. I was here to to really help people grow and expand and, and feel amazing in their bodies. And I definitely have my own ideas about movement and how it should make us feel and how each body needs its own movement practice. However, it was, it became very apparent very quickly that the corporate gym felt that my ideas were stupid. It wasn't about making this deep impact. It was more so about just making the money for the gym and creating quick results for the client. Quick enough results that they kept coming back and that this person felt so reliant on you to continue to buy expensive package after expensive package because they had to rely on you because if they weren't coming in, three to five times a week and they didn't have this strict program and this strict diet, they quickly would gain back the weight. Why? Because these plans were not sustainable, not sustainable at all, which meant that they had to be completely reliant on you, making more money for the gym and the trainer pretty much selling their soul. And now, please do not get me wrong here. If you are a personal trainer in a corporate gym and you love what you do, fantastic. If you feel like you're making an impact and you're able to kind of like navigate your way around these rules or maybe your corporate gym doesn't have these strict rules, I mean, all power to you. I am not dissing you. I am not dissing the corporate gym. I'm just talking about my own experience. So I had clients who continued to come back at session after session, package after package, me only seeing the tiniest fraction of that package in my own personal income. And then I was also seeing clients who were just so hungry and so exhausted that they didn't even want to finish their package. And these were expensive packages. And people just didn't even want to return. And I, don't, and I don't think it had anything to do with me personally. But it did make me feel like I'm here trying to make this impact. And what I'm doing is making people feel even worse. I was not happy. I was working my life away. And definitely not creating any sort of positive change in any of my clients. Yeah, maybe they were losing weight. But what is weight loss without any sort of happiness? You still have the same exact soul. So if you're not creating deep change within, what does the change on the outside have anything to do with it? If you, 
if you still have the same thoughts of being unworthy and not enough and weak and lazy and unhealthy, losing weight isn't going to do anything to that. And even when I would try to bring this idea of creating a soul movement, meditation and breath and stillness and creating individualized programs for clients, I was met with laughter. I was mocked. I was told I was stupid. Like, I've been literally told that what I was doing looked fucking stupid. So imagine how I felt being told what I believed in was really stupid. Even though, even though I was seeing what they were believing in wasn't really creating an impact, but it was like this disgusting cycle this like hamster wheel right of just like people thinking this is what fitness looks like this is what it means to have a personal trainer this is what it means to be thin I have to suffer still experiencing absolutely no joy no happiness because people think people do think once I lose the weight then I will be happy but it's like they do it and they lose the weight and they're still not happy and they're just like what the fuck so they continue with this disgusting cycle I'm just being so body obsessed, not caring about how they feel, or they completely fall off the bandwagon and feel even worse, right? It's just this, this, this disgusting cycle. However, I was told that my way was stupid. So I'm like, well, screw this industry. Screw it. I cannot be in this industry anymore. This is tearing me apart. So I left and just went back into bartending full time. And for a little bit there, I was happier because, you know, I wasn't working 15-hour days anymore. And I was just back to my normal life. And then a friend of mine took me to see an angel reader for her birthday. We went out and got these angel readings. He was a Reiki master who could speak to our guardian angels to kind of let us know what it is that we need to hear what they've been trying to tell us but we just are living um in so much of this reality of what we think is reality that we can't hear it and I sat down with him and he just looked at me and he was like wow you are an interesting person and he kept swearing up and down that I was a nurse he's like you are a healer I said I'm not a nurse he's like well you you need to be a healer you are a healer you need to follow this path. And before this, I had no idea what Reiki was. And uh, so I went home and I really looked into it more. And I'm like, wow, all right, let's do this. Let's freaking do this. So I became a Reiki practitioner, started to get certified in that, got into yoga, got certified, got into meditation, got certified. So then I'm sitting here with all these certifications. And in the meantime, too, I also got my group fitness instructor certification. I felt maybe if I just taught in groups, I could still teach my own way. And so there are these moments that I just wanted to be a Reiki practitioner. And I said, I'm just going to do this full time now. This is going to be what I'm going to do. Tried it. Loved it. Still not completely fulfilled. 
I'm dabbling with a few of my friends who wanted me to train them just under the table. So I did, you know, and I'm doing, so I'm doing all these like little things. I'm doing some yoga meditation. I'm doing some Reiki and I'm doing some training and, you know, it's all making me happy, but it's definitely still not deeply fulfilling me. And then I start getting woken up like literally in the middle of the night, just bright eyed, <laughs> completely wide awake of like, you got to create this. You have to do something. And I'm like, create what? What am I supposed to create here? Because I've been told that what I believe in is stupid. It makes no sense. Nobody's going to want it. So how am I supposed to combine these energies if it's stupid, if it doesn't work? And how can I run a business doing like 10 different things? Especially like the the personal training and the Reiki yoga meditation felt like completely two different businesses. How could they ever be one? Because I was told that the energies aren't true, aren't real in the fitness world. So... I kept trying to push it back, push it back, but I kept getting woken up and like business ideas dropping into my head and just these deep desires. And so I just started taking notes. I still remember sitting on my couch and I'm writing out all these details for retreats and looking up places to host retreats and what that means and looking up what it means to have a membership like a monthly membership of movement and what it means to truly be a reiki healer master and then a teacher of it uh what it means to teach yoga what it means to just truly combine these energies and then what it means to bring the law of attraction into the fitness industry whoa law of attraction and fitness the woo with the physical the this whole idea of being expansive being limitless being unconditional love being light source energy and then taking it into a world that's body obsessed that literally causes a lot of unhealthy patterns, body dysmorphias, disordered eating, overexercise. How do you do that? How do you make that happen? And that's where I was for a long time, for many years. I've been doing this, all this, for about five years, but it's only been truly this past year, this past 2019, that I have fully stepped in to embrace this without really any fears. Talking on this podcast about it, right? Like, really openly talking about this belief. So where it ended up taking me was I turned my my basement into a little home gym. Just started to uh, get some workout equipment down there, free weights, all that good stuff. And just marketing myself around my area in Cleveland, Ohio. And it just started with women coming to my house and them telling me, you know, I have 
tried so many personal trainers. I tried so many things and I'm here just stuck at this weight and I can't seem to feel good in my body or lose any weight or improve my health. And my first question to them was, are you having fun? Are you having any fun? And then just looking at me like, what in the world are you talking about? No, I'm not having any fucking fun. I am hungry. I am sore. I am exhausted. And I am at my wit's end. Why am I not feeling healthy? Because you're still continuing to live that same pattern over and over and over again of I have to diet. I have to be strict. I have to deprive myself. I have to go to the gym no matter what. Even if my body is begging me for a nap, I'm still pushing myself to go to the gym and do the same old exercises that I hate. That's why it's not working because you're still literally living in the same old program. You're still in the past and that past is creating your future over and over and over again. Our brains love habits. Our brains love patterns. So if you continue to live the same patterns over and over again, hello, that's exactly what's going to keep happening. But the second that you choose to wake up each day starting brand new, each day choosing your happiness, your joy, choosing delight, choosing pleasure in every way, shape, and form, your brain ends up creating a new pattern, the new now. You're no longer thinking about the past. You're choosing to be present. You're choosing that joy. You're choosing to feel amazing, which is then in turn creating your future. So I started to help my clients have fun in their movements. I am a joyous person. I have my moments, obviously, but I have this great way to hold enough space for myself. So that I, and I and then in turn can hold space for my clients and they show up and I can just open my heart to them and provide this container for them to feel free and expansive and limitless in their body. To begin to move their body and speak positive things to themselves. To go back and heal their inner child through movement by cheering themselves on. By being who they've always needed themselves to be. reprogramming their minds using movement. So I started doing this with clients in my home and I started to see their results. So not only were these people finally seeing results, they were seeing these results by doing movement that they enjoyed, by eating foods that made them feel good. And this means releasing the diets, releasing the diets. Oh my God, just let it go. If I hear one more person tell me that they're not eating carbs because of they're losing weight, but they just want a carb so bad, I'm going to freak out, <laughs> you know, it just like, stop. This is not doing anything for you. And so this means if you really are desiring to eat the dessert, to eat the damn dessert, you, you are here having a human experience. We are here to feel amazing. So enjoy your life. So we move the way we want to move and we eat the way we want to eat. Because honestly, if you really truly dropped 
the strict rules of food, drop those limitations and allowed yourself to follow your intuition of what food you are desiring, you're going to see that it's leading you to eat the foods that are filling you up, that are fueling your body. And that when you do eat that dessert, you are loving every moment of it instead of feeling shame or embarrassment or smashing it down because you do feel that shame and embarrassment. You are truly enjoying it and finding pleasure in every bite. And I was help and I was helping them, I am helping them like with their mindset to wake up and just feel incredible in their body. To wake up and feel I've had enough sleep. I am enough. What I'm doing is enough. And listening to their bodies and knowing that everything that they're doing is more than enough. Choosing the fun, choosing the joy, and watching as they were truly experiencing great results and becoming happier than ever. Doing less and experiencing more impact. So I started to talk about this. I started to come out of my shell a bit and talk about it. And allowing myself to just completely be led, you know, and it it took a lot. It took a lot of release, of releasing those limiting beliefs. Because what I was told was that it was stupid, that what I believed in was stupid and it wasn't real and to get out of fantasy land, right? But what I was seeing, it was showing me that yes, what I have to offer is real. But if I never would have trusted those instincts, if I would have just continued to listen to everybody else tell me what they thought, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing this. So then I was on this path for quite a bit, just completely following my instincts, following the flow, sitting in meditation every day, sitting there until I was completely in love with my life all over again and just following it every single day. I got into the breath work, became a breath work coach, got into tapping, got certified in the EFT tapping. And now I truly help people dig deep into their subconscious and truly set themselves free through movement, through the breath, through the tapping, through the Reiki healing, just finding complete freedom by releasing these old limiting beliefs, these old patterns that continue to keep us stuck. And the reason that I speak about it so much today is because I was able to get out of my own way from so many people telling me that it wouldn't work, that it was stupid, that I was living in a fantasy land to really seeing the results in my clients and seeing the results in myself by continuing to follow that niggle. You know, I could have continued to push it to the side and say, no, this isn't real. This is stupid. I'm stupid. This isn't going to work. And just continue to follow the textbook and continue just to go with the flow, go with go with what we see around us, with this society, with the, with this reality that society has painted for us. Just continue to be like everybody else. But I chose no. I chose to completely show up and follow the call. And it's real. And I've had many trial and errors. I absolutely have. 
I have tried one-on-one coaching that was more just like talk therapy and that didn't fulfill me and so I stopped doing that I've done in-person personal training it didn't completely fulfill me so I I transitioned into my online membership where I can be there for people all around the world at once and I can create more freedom for myself and create more freedom for my clients so that they can show up when they need and move as they need because whatever they're needing is provided for them. I have went from only in-person Reiki to distance Reiki as well, to creating breathwork programs, to creating full, like full treatments of breathwork and Reiki and sound healing. I have been all over the place from saying I'm only online to now like finding so much fulfillment in group work and community events that trickles into my online program as well and vice versa. Like just opening myself up to be all to be limitless to be open to do all the things and opening myself up to also talking to people about how they how they can take their health and wellness business and remove those textbooks and live from the heart lead from the heart and feel soul led living whole hearted life and business so what i'm here to tell you through this entire story is that you can be all the things you can live in a world you can go in an industry that is primarily focused on outer appearance and that has led to many obsessions and unhealthy habits and create it as your own and you can take it more within and you can create a healthier lifestyle you can create a beautiful container for clients you can make it your own you can take the reiki industry and something that pe- some people want to just view it as uh, only only this deep healing and you can bring in more modalities You can combine the physical with the spiritual, the mental with the reality. You can shape shift it to anything that you want it to be. But you have to believe in yourself. Because if you were going to continue to listen to the people around you, you're not going to get very far. Because the people around you are going to tell you that it's stupid, that it's not real, that it can't exist, that you're going, what if you fail? What if people laugh at you? Yeah, what if? What if? But you're never going to know. You might fail. Walt Disney showed up 30 some times I don't know the exact number but like 30 some times to get a loan for his idea to create these cartoons and he was turned down at least 30 times but he kept showing up could you imagine can you imagine what it would be like to be turned down 30 sometimes but you keep showing up and then finally he was told yes Could you imagine a world without Walt Disney? Even if you don't care about Disney World, could you imagine? But he believed in himself. He knew. He kept getting the call to go to do it. And he kept trusting that niggle. Am I Walt Disney status? No. But I can be. That's the vision I'm choosing to have every single day 
But if I just would have listened to the first no or the second no or the third no or the fourth no or the fifth no, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be creating such impact in my clients' lives. Truly helping people set themselves free. Releasing all of these tight chains that have been wrapped around them. Helping people follow their call, knowing that they are worthy of more. So no matter how crazy it sounds, how out there it feels, how you just don't understand how it could ever possibly work, if you have the deep desire, it will work for you. Sit in meditation, pray, breathe, be present. Each morning you wake up, know it to be a brand new day. Knowing it to be a brand new start, your chance to begin again and again and again. Just following that heart wholeheartedly. Trust the process. Trust the call. And continue to follow your heart.